This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Before getting started, we'd like to thank our sponsor, General Motors. Take a moment to check out how GM is shaping an all electric EV future by inspiring innovation at gm.com. And we are back with another episode of The Measurables. Powered by Revolt, shot by Cali Vision. <laughs> Cali Scorsese. So we've upgraded now. Now we have a YouTube page. Indeed. Please follow us on YouTube at The Measurables, and also on our Instagram channel, The Measurables. It's one thing to listen to it, enjoy it, look at the visuals, but you got to follow it. Yeah. Life is about analytics. Don't listen to Charles Barkley. <laughs> it's about analytics. Chuck. This is edutainment, as K- my brother KRS-One said. That's right. You know what I'm saying? 89. So my brother, my guy. I feel a woo coming on, John. <laughs> I feel a woo coming on, John. <laughs> woo. Whoop. We're here. I feel the whoop coming on, John. All right, man. Well, first off, man, we got to give a shout to the God who passed recently, Bobby Caldwell. Yeah. Rest in peace to the God. Yeah, Blue-Eyed Soul. Yeah, bro. The original Blue-Eyed Soul. Indeed. Okay. So I want to talk about what's going on across the nation in reference to our history and how it's being selectively left out of curriculums. How about that? There was this, there, there, there's a video of this woman in Virginia, and she's speaking to the state legislature about the, um, the diabolical nature mm. of what happens when you leave someone's history out selectively wow. and you pick it up selectively under servitude wow. Wow. Yeah. and how that affects the minds of the people, yeah. how it affects people who are looking to employ you. Yeah. How it affects you when you're in school because you're looked at as second class. And I just, it's such an interesting, it's, it's such a diabolical situation. Diabolical is like, like, like the pure essence of evil. Yeah. Wow. Like, well, well said. Somebody to sit in a room and say, you know what? Let, what can we do to just diminish these people more than we already have? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, next to the American Indian, like, I mean, the American Negro, like, bro, bro, we spoke on this at length. Like, what are your thoughts on that? You know, America isn't unique in its sense, man. Um, I think what is unique is our, 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 our willing to, willingness to acknowledge them, right? Right. And I think ultimately, you know, historically, we're the only group of people that doesn't, they don't want to really reference or acknowledge our past. Um, it, it's frightening. The fact that they want to allow that in schools and they're trying to pull it out of different schools across the country. Yeah. And really adamant about it. I mean, super like the dude in Florida. Oh, I mean, scientists? like, like bro, on, man, really? Bro, these are through all of these southern states. Yeah. And it, 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 keep in mind. We're from California. Yeah. It's not like like our curriculum in, in my high school was like super pro black. It started with Martin Luther King, too. No, you might just get a page. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it was Dr. King, Rosa Parks. Yeah. Let freedom ring. 
Right. <laughs> that was kind of the extent of it. You weren't learning about Mansa Musa and no. how we created like the art of being civil. I didn't even realize to be really candid until I got to Gramlin and, and took a course called the history of African civilization with Dr. Horton, who was a G. Yeah. Who really told us to really open our minds and dig deep into our history. I really started to learn about us. Uh, yeah. A game, yeah. A game changer. Yeah. So, so you're not even going to get a deep level of history in middle school or high school to begin with. That's what, I, but what I'm saying is these are states that we live in. Right. 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 When you have a state that is purposefully taking the little that is already there the out, little. Com, the, the, the little that's already there, the, the, the nuggets of game of information. That's what's frightening. But it's, you know, it's, it's other folks. And I want to acknowledge their part in the history. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like, you know, as you get older, you start, you don't want to talk about stuff that happened before. And I've been guilty of that. Like, don't bring that up. Yeah. Because it might bring up some bad memories. Yeah. Right? It's like hearing a song that kind of takes you back to a time that wasn't the best for you. Right. And even though it's a jam, like, turn that shit off. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's right. the jam, like, not for me. Right. White folks don't want to acknowledge their part in the brutality. Yeah. That took place with black folks. Right? Absolutely. They just want to say, well, it's okay. You guys move on. You guys are okay now. Like, not not really. Okay, that stuff is genetic. Um, it's psychological. Hmm. And it continues over generations. It's almost like you've passed on these traits from from, his, from generation to generation. Right. You know what I mean? That's why we beat our kids so hard because we were yeah. kind of used to it. Right. Okay? Doesn't make a good parenting. It, it, it doesn't. But the, right. the, the, so the, the other thing that's interesting about it, too, is that when – you have this situation of like selective thought as it comes. Like, I just want people to do research on inventors. Sure. Like a lot of things, whether it's your ironing board, mm-hmm. whether it's your 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 signal. Yeah. Do a, do 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 research on McCoy. Yeah. The term "real McCoy" is after somebody who's African American. Sure. And the thing is, a lot of people may not understand it, but. The first person to die for this union, Christmas, Christmas addicts, was African. You know what's funny? American. I stayed in college. I stayed in Addicts Hall, which was named after Christmas addicts. Yes, that was my dorm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, Benjamin Banneker. Okay. Yeah. The architect of Washington D.C. We kind of did it all, bro. But the thing is, though, you don't even have to bring it to America. Mm-mm. You can think of Hannibal, <laughs> and not Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> and and, no, and see exactly and I had a lector. But the but, but but the thing is that, that that's the interesting thing too. Yeah. The co-opting of the names. Yeah. Cause if I could take Hannibal, who was all about his folks and all about marching along sure. and just really defeating Europeans. Yeah. And put it on this dude who is a serial killer. Serial killer yeah. with all that all that crazy shit. Yeah. Let me co-opt your your history. That's how it is, man. That's okay. That's how it is. So, that being said, mm-hmm. let's go down to Memphis, my brother. Ooh. So, there was a brother <laughs> in Memphis who was uh, un- unfortunately handled mm-hmm. by a gang. Sure. The police. The gang in blue. Yeah. And it's like, <sighs> we have said on this program that Ice Cube is a national treasure damn right he is he's a like there, there, there should be statues erected yes yeah, my dude for america's most wanted 
So many albums, right? Death certificate? Come on. But there's a lyric he says, um, black police showing out for the white cop. Mm. You'd rather see me in the bins. No, you'd rather see me in the pins mm-hmm. than me and Lorenzo rolling in a benzo. That's right. All of these brothers, for the most part, were African-American who were treacherously whooping on this young man. It was wild. It, it happened right after we had our last conversation. Like, it might happen a couple of days later. We're yeah. mad about it. We didn't get a chance to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was really awful. It was really yeah. awful. And I'm not, you know, listen, you know, this isn't, we're going to beat up on on our boys Bro, in blue. come we on, man. It. There's some come good on, cops on, out there. On. We get it. There are, so, so, so that being said, yeah. there are good and bad of everything. 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 But we're not talking about the good right now. Yeah. We're talking about something that's so blatant and crazy as yeah. what, we we all as a as the world witness. Well, when I saw that, and you know how this conversation off camera seemed real personal, extremely personal, seemed real personal. Yes, 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 yes. Because yes. typically, when it comes to our people, it's just always personal, right? Right. Right. Very rare. Very rarely is it random, right? In all our forms of crime, there's a personal component in there somewhere, right? Typically, right. right? Whether it's a drive by in the hood, a robbery. Mm. Or something else. He's messing with my lady. You owe me some bread. Something personal is attached to that. I'm not gonna go in the weeds. I don't know how it all unfolded. Correct. But it seemed to me that was that was beating that man up like something happened. Like something happened. Like something happened. Yeah. Doesn't condone it at all. You know what I mean? We don't condone that kind of behavior. Right. You know, murder's murder. And yeah. That, that seemed he seemed like a good young cat. Uh but you know, we we we, we tend to do a little bit too much, you know. And we're going to stay in Memphis and talk about Ja shortly. Uh, yes. Bill Street's Ja. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, man, you know, that was awful what happened. We're tired of seeing that happen to our our folks out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we already have to worry about what's going on. The other cat doesn't look like us to beat us in these situations. But now when, when your own take you down, and you know it's wild? What? It, it was swift justice on them cops, wasn't it? Oh, bro. Swift justice. You talk about <laughs> they, you talk, you talk about now. a case study. In swiftness? Swiftness. There was a woman. And hey, D- Taylor Swiftness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There was a there, there was this woman who was talking about there will be no Blue Lives Matter for you. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be no GoFundMe set up for y'all. No. No. Y'all about to feel every single bit of this. Yeah. Yeah. Every single bit. Because it was that. I mean, it, oh, and keep man. in mind. Keep in mind. Keep in mind. Indeed. My sister was married to a police officer. Okay. Thomas Delgado, sure. one of the finest brothers I know. I have nothing but respect for law enforcement. Yeah. My father, ex-military. Mm-hmm. So, Mine like, too. so, bro, whenever I see cops, whenever I see military, I thank them for their service. Sure. Take your business further with the American Express Business Gold Card. Now smarter and more flexible. It's packed with enhanced benefits that are built for your business. All with the powerful backing of Amex. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Make sure you run that part, too. Yeah, yeah. I show respect for the badge. Yeah, I got swooped on the other day about one time in the hood. I did a little California roll (laughs) in Lamert. And it's funny, I saw him, and I couldn't stop. You couldn't stop. I couldn't even stop. You couldn't press the brake. And this cat was whoop, whoop. He swooped on me quick like, like, my God, didn't you see me? I was like, I did, but I couldn't stop, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he did. <laughs> I couldn't stop. He laughed about it because he could tell I was just hesitating. I, right, what what right. else I could do? But uh, but that being said, I man, he was cool to me. I was just I thanked us for his service, for his time. Yeah, it was all love. 
And and that's what it was, man. That's what it was. Yeah, Jeezy has a song called Don't Get Caught. Yeah. And one of the songs, I mean, like, one, the, the lyric that touched me the most is, you know, he like he was clearly in the wrong, he said. Yeah. But he said, you know, Jeezy said, but I talked to him the right way. Yeah, th- th- there it he is. He said, slow it down slow. and have a nice day. I mean, like, like that, like that's how I'm approaching whenever I am, yeah. wh- whenever I have interactions with mm-hmm. the boys in blue, it's always, yes, sir, yes, officer. Yeah, man. I'm not out here being like, you know, super aggressive. No, I'm cool. Should I be trying to make them laugh? Like, keep it light. Right. Yeah, keep it super light. Listen, it's a hell of a job. Yeah. Yes, you know, it is. You've seen the worst of the worst you've seen every the worst of the day. Worst. And every day might be your last. You encounter some cats that aren't really happy to see you in the streets. So I always, I, yeah. I don't feel sorry for the cats. You sign them for the shit. Right. And I'm also, you know, conscious of if they come across me, they're going to run across a cat that's jovial. Right. You know what I mean? That's the wisdom, though. That's why we got these grades. But that cat was cool as a fan. He's like, man, you got to slow down. He's like, I know you saw me. He was like, hey, man, I tried. Yeah. And it was just like slow motion, like, oh, there. Oh. <laughs> And then my black ass started making a quick cut. It was like he wasn't going to swoop on me. Caught me in the alley like, my God. Come on, man. Come I'm on, like, bro. I mean, come on, man. I was like, you got to observe these laws, man. Hey, man. Observe you know. these. So we said that we were going to talk on our dear brother, Ja Morant. Hey. As a PSA to America, African-Americans aren't watching what's unfolding saying, yeah, do that. Right. We want to uplift our brother. Sure. And Michael Wilbon, mm-hmm. um, Stephen J- A. A. Jalen Rose, they had a um, like a tribunal. Yeah, there were other people on on on, on like like on that. Uh, they, they they were all sitting collectively having a conversation. Sure, but the three of them, like what um, Stephen A. said, he said, you know, all respect to John Morant, mm-hmm. his family, of course, his teammates. Yeah. Like, the way he framed it, it framed it with respect, and then he got to the nuts and bolts. Michael Wilbon just went in, and he was like, bro, this is unacceptable. Yeah, he's old school from Chicago. I mean, like, he yeah. was really unacceptable. But the thing is, I want to throw an alley-oop to Adam Silver. Yeah. There's something called the Rookie Transition Program. You ever heard of that? Of course. Spoke at it several times. Mm-hmm. Where they talk about all different types of things you're going to encounter. Yeah. I think that there should be a tribunal of ex-NBA players to really warn these young brothers on the um, the effects of over-thugging. <laughs> he said over-thugging. You know who should lead that charge? Tell me. Gary Payton. Oakland's finest. Gary Payton should be the guy who is the czar to talk to these young brothers. Because you got to think, a guy like John Moran may not listen to a Tim Cook. No. No. He's not going to listen to a Reginald Lewis who bought Beatrice. He, like, he's going to look at him like, man, you corny, get out of here. Yeah. But he's going to listen to Gary Payton. Yeah. He's going to listen to Gary Payton. Yeah. He's going to listen to Allen Iverson. AI. AI was the original Ja. But let me, yeah. but let me finish. Mm-hmm. He's going to listen to Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, of course. Wow, of course. He's going to listen to these guys because these guys were where he was yeah. or where he is right now. But then... You need to have guys also like a Jamal Mashburn who's made a ton of bread. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Shaq, ton of bread. Then you can have somebody maybe from the city where you are 
to come in who's reformed and, and, and just give you some game. Because, again, this whole platform is for uplifting you. Because yeah. the, the interview I saw yesterday was was hollow. Yeah, he's not going to give you too much. And I, I will say this, man. I think these kids, it's it's a lot tougher to grow up now than it was for us. It just is, man. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the same level of um, scrutiny, social scrutiny. Yeah. Um, you know, as much as we love social media because it it's a blessing on some levels for your brand and individually you can shine, highlight. Yeah. Um, but it's a, there's a curse to it, too. Mm. And if you're famous with it, the kind of, like you said, the kind of scrutiny that comes with it, every move you make is about that. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, said Michael Jordan's favorite singer was like Anita Baker. He's playing Anita Baker before the game. Oh, absolutely. This pulling is MJ. Up, bro, playing pulling R&B. up in a Jimmy. Playing R&B. A GMC. That's what right. he wasn't pulling up in the Rover yet. Ja's not playing that. Nah. So his mindset isn't really um, sweet right. love. It's, he's not right. giving you that. <laughs> he's giving you something altogether different. Right. And I'm sure his crew are cast from Memphis or who grew up in South Carolina. They'll give you a different kind of energy, too. Right. But he's God like, bless them all, though. Because they all need God's love. Yeah. And he's still 23. Yeah. You know, 23, I wasn't. Correct. You know, I was doing all kind of things. That, you know, we got to be conscious of that. And I didn't have that kind of bag. Yeah. I had limited luggage. You know what I'm saying? I had to carry on at best. Right. These cats had bags. His money's strong. And he's money's just, strong. Come on. Yeah, you money's know, strong. Money's strong right now. Yeah. And he's kind of taking care of his whole family. So I understand there's a pressure behind that. However. Yeah. <laughs> comma. Yeah. You got to know better. You got. Because you sign up for this stuff. You got to know better. You got to be smarter about how you move. You know what I mean? Like they're talking about AI. AI was. The thing about AI, it was more about his associates than him individually. Mm. AI personally wasn't doing anything. His crew was running them up. Right, but, but 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 my question to you is that not just as bad? Sure, when your crews run them because they're not gonna like it's Michael I, Vick. Michael Vick went back there fighting the dogs. His people was, but it was his house. Yeah, so he got in trouble. Well, he was in there too. He had a couple of dogs I mean, in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. But the thing is, when the feds raided his house, yeah, yeah. he wasn't there. He wasn't there, but clearly he had some. He was involved in activity because it's the whole. You know, the feds gonna do a paper trip. They're gonna follow you. Unlike anything you've seen in your life. Yeah. They're going to have every photo. They got cameras. They're going to see Mike was in the middle of the ring. Yeah, man. Sicking his joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to really be careful about that. But Yeah. um, You know what Ja means? Do you know what it means? The name Ja means magnetic. Oh, like Ja Love. Try Ja Love. I mean, sure. Magnetic. So Mm -hmm. whether it's virtue or vice, when your name, like whatever your name is, Nine times out of ten, you take on those characteristics. Yeah. So virtue or vice. So the virtue is you can be a multi-millionaire, mm-hmm. be the face of the league. If you're going to come back to the hood, come back to the hood with scholarships. Yeah. Come back to the hood with industrialists mm-hmm. who are going to take these people up out of the hood. Because, you know, it's always interesting to me. The people who are in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. they don't want to be in the neighborhood. No, nobody. Which really is why they're there. with you. Take me away. Calgon, take me away. But the thing is, though, I'm going to take you with me, but I'm going to give you some skills, bro. Yeah. I'm going to give you some skills. Mm-hmm. And all these people who are in the neighborhood who may have been left behind, I'm going to come back because I got this bread. Let me link with an industrialist to formulate a plan for us. And I'm going to come back here and I'm going to put together a plan so we can empower ourselves versus just like taking the bullshit from the jungle to Mahalan. It's a selection process. Um and LeBron chose wisely. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there were cats he kicked with in Akron that probably weren't as sharp as Maverick. Yeah. Right? But he knew 
He yeah. identified the guys that he realized he could probably grow with and build with. He mm. made some great calls. Mavericks, sharp. Rich mm-hmm. Paul, sharp. Uh, Randy's the other guy. Randy sharp. Mims, yeah. You know, LeBron selected his crew like he selects his teammates. Like yeah. how to pass and, and, and delegate in a way yeah. that that's what's made him so great. He gets it. Yeah. His, his, his vision, court and off court, has been masterful, right? Yeah. Clearly, Ja didn't make the right call. Like, you got to make sure not everybody in the hood is cool to roll with, man. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can sit in the front row. You can sit up in the, in the stands, up in the bleachers. Yeah. But court size, these, 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 these seats cost a little bit more money. Well, you know, America loves to come back. America and I and, 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 and I more than anybody want to see him back doing what he does He'll be best. Fine. He'll be all like right. I want to see. But what are your thoughts on that on 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 that on that tribunal of Gary Payton leading the charge <laughs> on? Let me just the thing is, and, and the thing is, I'm not talking at you. I'm just going to share some game with you. Let me tell you something. Man. What are your thoughts on that? Real quickly, sidebar. Back in '96, I was writing for a Rap Sheet. They sent me up to do an article on the Ricky Richie Rich, a rapper from the Bay, mm-hmm. went to Lake Berryessa. Myself, J.K. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait, wait. Say one more time who you went up there. What was the rapper's name? Richie Rich. For all of you all who don't know who Richie Rich is, do your research. Also, there's a song called The Sideshow. Man. They should also check out RBO Posse, too. You're jumping way ahead. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I went up to to the the Bay, did this article on Richie Rich, um, and he said, let's let's go up to Lake Barriers. I've never been there. Got got on the boat. So myself, G. Payton. Jason Kibbs, like a rookie, fresh off the Mavericks. Wow. We riding Cedars around there on the boat, drinking Heineken's, hitting the, bum, the boom beezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Absolutely. weekend. But GP was cool. But to your point, circling back to, yeah, listen, he clearly gets it. You know, he's probably yeah. like 50-something now. Got to be. Yeah. So you got GP, Gilbert Arenas, because he had that situation with the gun in the locker room. That's what I'm saying. The watching the Wizards, Wizards never recover from that incident. Never recover. And they were, he was Bro, he was shooting the leather off of that ball. Come on, man. AJ gave Zero? Kobe, bro, gave, gave Kobe. Gave Kobe 60. Fits. Gave him 60. Yeah. On a Sunday night. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Wearing some Dolce & Gabbana's or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Quietly. He was that guy. Yep. Zero was cold. Yep. So you have, but you bring that collection to catch to your point. I mean, he might not really respect or understand some of the businessmen, but maybe culturally he'll understand the guys that have been in the league. And I'm sure they've talked to him. I don't doubt that a lot of people have reached out to him the last couple of weeks. Because he seems like a really good kid. Absolutely. He seems like a really Absolutely. good kid, man. And I agree with that. You know, his, his pops fired up. His pops raised him well enough to get him to the league, and he's supporting him. He comes right. from a nuclear family. A He'll nuclear cool. family. He'll be cool. But yeah. sometimes the nuclear castron, they try hard to live that lifestyle. Ain't really about that life. That's why I'm saying, because you understand, and mm-hmm. we're going to move on past this. Mm-hmm. After I, I, I just want to make one more point. If it's a program. Yeah. That's a program with people who were actually in your shoes. Sure. Gilbert had just signed that contract, max max contract, and it had this situation. So if 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 I am young mm-hmm. and just really just like trying to figure it out, I'm gonna listen to this dude because he was where I am currently. Yeah, yeah. And they know it. It's again, these cats are dealing with a whole different kind of like you said, scrutiny, energy's different. It's a different time. You know, we're kind of old school. Like sometimes I sit back and think, like, man. I'm fine with that though. I, I love where I am. I'm cool with that. I don't even know if I'd want to be like 21 right now with all the devices. Yeah. Matter of fact, I had this phone back in 20, 1992. Come on, man. Could you imagine? Come Bro, on. like, let's think it was the Chronic out. It was Mr. Grimm out. It was Dominic. Like, everybody was talking about weed. Was this on by Akon? Locked up. They won't let me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might have <laughs> my ass. <laughs> I, 
and what's he doing out there? You right. gotta be real careful. Yeah. So you know, we always have to, you know, understand and just kind of give these cats a little bit more grace. Yeah. Because the technology is really affecting them in the way um, it didn't for us. And I was telling somebody, I was telling Gabby this the other night. I was just, what's wild is, you know, we we grew up in a generation where you had to really communicate in a different kind of way. Correct. Even if you were non-confrontational. Correct. Confrontation is going to find your ass at some point. Yeah. Whether yeah. it was at home, at school, or the streets. Yeah. You couldn't avoid that kind of conversation. Right. Now you can hide behind your devices. Yeah, you can throw and, a rocket hide your hand. Yeah, they don't even, the kids don't even know how to speak really in a way that's like, what are you trying to say though? Right. You know? Um, right. So they're not really willing to even listen to some of the lessons that came from the people before them, which is a whole other conversation. But in terms of Ja, Hell of a player. I, I don't doubt that he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, We're pulling for you. We are pulling for you, playboy. Get it done, man. But keep in mind, like, we all done prolific ignorant stuff. What? I didn't have a max contract. So no. so, so the thing is, <laughs> wh- wh- you while might I'm- You had a maxima. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know Okay, a Nissan. <laughs> right. So so the thing is, as I'm sitting here critiquing, I'm like, I'm also understanding, too, that, bro, like, the level of scrutiny that he's under. hmm is probably incredible. Yeah. But the thing, I mean, like, the main thing is, bro, we pulling for you. We only want the best for you. Yeah, man. And the thing is, you got an opportunity to not only change your life, but the lives of so many people around you. It's generational By just wealth. doing the right thing. Yep, generational wealth. That's and, it. Um, yeah, good luck, Playboy. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a uh, interview that Mello, Carmelo Anthony gave. Okay. And he said, um, when I was younger, like, um, I had a rowdy crew. Mm-hmm. And um, David Stern pulled him into his office and gave, like, a folder opening, like, laid out. Like, these are all your crew members. Wow. These are people who you're going to have to start to disassociate yourself with. Because you're one of the faces of our league. Sure. I'm positive something like that's going on with our brother. Yeah. They're going yeah. It's It's a billion-dollar business, multi-billion-dollar business. Yeah. Adam Silver is not David Stern. You know, the, Stern was the operative word because he was tough. Yeah. Um, he was tough. Yeah. Adam's a lot more player friendly. But yeah. He still got a business to run. Still got a business to run. You can't you, you can't you can't mess up our bottom line, Playboy. Like you got a lot of game. A lot of cats have come to this league with a lot of talent. Ain't right. more. So yeah, right. I'm sure they have that the FBI breakdown of like, oh, this is this is little Pookie right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. These are your, this is your guys. You might yeah. not want to hang with him too much. Yeah. More. Or and, I mean, and he or, can't come to the arena. Either. Yeah. Exactly. But the thing is, if you do want to hang, bro. Let's figure out a way for all of us to be productive. Sure. So that being said, brother, there was also something that uh, Chris Brown put up. Breezy. Breezy. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, man, something happened 17 years ago and people still writing me about this. And like he like he goes down like a rabbit hole. Like he lists Nicolas Cage. Mm. He lists Sean Penn and Madonna. Sure. Like, bro, he went all the way in. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, well, one, it's not for any of us to cast judgment mm-hmm. because none of us are perfect. Yeah. Do you think it's about that time for people to just forgive Breezy and let this brother just make these, 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 these cold R and B jams? Well, I'd argue that he's been forgiven. I, I mean, mean, like I feel that way, but the thing is like, I, I, I think he was supposed to perform on the Grammys yeah. or American music awards. And like, it was like, there was a kibosh put on that. It was him. He was dancing. Yeah. Like, it was a dedication to Michael. And I guess I, I don't know because I don't know the brother, but yeah. he wasn't allowed to perform. Hmm. Cause, cause, and, and I think there's still segments 
of the population that are kind of still kind of holding him like. Yeah, and, and the truth is that's always going to be the case. There's always yeah. going to be folks that look at him with a, with a jaundiced eye. Yeah. But, you know, career-wise, he's had a hell of a run since that stuff happened with Rihanna. That like, brother has. Bro, his, has some, uh, his catalog is like Drake's catalog. It's yeah. just endless. He's had hits, you know. That's putting it mildly. That, yeah, that brother guy, is has hits. He's talented. I'm, I can't even – I can't even discredit his ability. He's dope, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think people have said, you know, it's in, it's indefensible, an indefensible act. Um, Very unfortunate. I will say they were, you know, he was like a teenager, maybe, yeah. maybe 19 yeah. when that happened, which yeah. doesn't excuse it. At all. You know. At all. Um, Correct. And I know he's really been contrived. Like I've seen like interviews and documentaries and him and Rihanna seem like they're in a pretty good space at this point. Yeah. You know, kind of put it behind Absolutely. Them. Yeah. So. You know, I think everyone has those moments where anything can happen. You know, you you, you get your your buttons pushed a bit. Yeah, I mean, I've never gone down that, that rabbit hole, and never will. But I do know that you know, if you're contrite and do the best you can to kind of redeem yourself. Yeah, his career hasn't suffered. He might he ain't gonna ever do the Super Bowl because that's that's yeah. a, it's a corporate event. Right, 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 right. right. Um, that's probably not gonna go down. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, Breezy's all right. He's his brand is cool. He's touring. Yeah, he's, he's selling out arenas. <laughs> he good. He's good. So my question to you is: Can you separate the artist from the art? Mm, we've had this discussion before. I know we have. Now we're going to have it on camera. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Um, can you? I think it might depend on the artist. Well, I'm gonna tell you. You know who can separate artists from art? Who's that? Syndication executives. Oh, I know where you're going with this. No doubt. <laughs> Syndication executives know how to separate the artist from the art. Sure. Remember Charlie Sheen was talking about how he parties and giving women AIDS? You remember that? Yeah, two and a half men. Running. Two and a half men still running. Oh, daily. Uh, the dude Kramer. Yeah. On Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Saying niggas should hang from trees. Michael Richards. Yeah, sure. Still running. Getting big checks. Big checks. Big now. Big checks. Of now. Course. Now. Yeah. What I want people to understand is the point that I'm going to make. Okay. Because I can only see the Cosby show on TV one. And it's very rare because it shows at a very, very particular time. Like five in the morning. Yeah. But the thing is, in no way mm-hmm. am I rolling. Like all those women said they were taken advantage of. Yeah. Even if one of them is telling the truth. That's one too many. That's one too many. <clears throat> yep. But the thing is, you have an ensemble cast. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Lisa Bonet, Felicia Rashad, who's, I mean, beautiful. Malcolm Jamal. I can't, like, you can't see that at Nicket. I mean, bro, it was a time where, like, the Cosby show was, like, syndicated everywhere. Yeah. And you can't see it now. Now, the thing is, it's it's, it's like, it's, Chris Rock has a a comedy special called Selective Outrage. Mm -hmm. And it talks about, you know, you know, R. Kelly Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, Michael Jackson. Like, you know, like, all of, like, everybody has virtues and vice. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I just find it so, like, as Charlie Sheen was going through that situation, I still saw two and a half men billboards everywhere. Yeah, 
Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. And I'm just like, we know we know what it is, man. You know, it's funny. We always know the answer. Um, <sighs> it was a black show. Okay. Mm. Bill Cosby was black. Mm. It doesn't mean, listen, I don't ride with any of the stuff he was doing. Because clearly all. he was doing way too much. At all, bro. But I'll say Not this. Not condoning that at all. But as a 51-year-old black guy, mm. that was my favorite show of all time. It was. We grew up on that show. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was the best television that we've ever seen. Yeah. And I think that's what's sad is, you know, even for, you know, your young boys that are growing up, the young kids, to be able to watch a show like that, it's t- really timeless. But now they don't have access to it. They don't have access and to it, And that's unfortunate. Um, so it is tough to separate both, you know. But could you separate the art, the artist from the art? Listen, I'll take some flack by saying I took, you know, check out a couple Cosby episodes every now and again. You know Absolutely. I mean? Because I can look at him, I could strip away the, the kind of dude he became. Mm, or maybe he always wow. was. Yeah, and always just, was. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. And just watch the beauty of that ensemble, the cast, um, the themes. Yeah. You know, were always really cool. He introduced yeah. us to a, a world of comedy we hadn't really seen before. Right. And, and, you know, coming from a broken home to see a family unit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that we could aspire to become as black black kids. I think that was really empowering. Right. So, yeah, it was a hell of a show. Right, right. Um, unfortunate, unfortunate. But, you know, unfortunately, this is how they do us. You know the, you know the drill, man. Yeah, well, you know. So, there. Uh, visually, I feel like we were, we like, and, and, and this has to do with everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel that unknowingly, we are all under attack. Yeah. There is something that I saw a billboard for a movie called Cocaine Bear. We got to speak on Cocaine Bear. What is this all about? Is I mean, it like, like a, is it a horror movie? But I, 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 I think it's a comedy, but it's supposed to be inspired by real events. But the thing is this. When you're driving down the street. Right. Sometimes it may be you in the car. Sometimes it may be you and a child in the car. Hey, what's that? <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. So I just want you to know how the conversation goes. Daddy. Yeah. What's up, son? What is cocaine bear? And I have to explain this yeah. to an 11 year old. Yeah. Cause they want to know, they know what a bear is. What's that cane though? What's the, and I just, you talk about being irresponsible. And it's, and it's a hit movie. You know what I mean? It's a hit movie. Okay, it's what it is. I I, I saw the I don't I didn't see the trailer, but I heard about the film. I'm like, what is this movie? It's cocaine bears everywhere. It's clearly doing well, but these are conversations you have to have that can be uncomfortable. You know, they can be uncomfortable. That's <laughs> not cool. Come on, bro. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. So. There's so many things I have that we could touch on, but want to know if there are any questions or any in any topics of interest you want to touch on before I get back to what we talk about. So to your myriad of topics. Yes. You know, it's funny. Every time we're up in here, I'm like, damn, you almost look at the clock. Like, we don't have enough time. Yeah, man. Because we have these conversations on the phone. We talk for hours like we kids. Yeah, yeah. When we used to look here, you'd be like, I'm, let's wake up in the morning and talk to your lady. Like, you hear her breathing and shit. Like, you up? All night long, <laughs> tie up the phone line. Mom, like, what's my phone? <laughs> That's all you could do. These kids right. have no idea. They got it so easy. Right. They yeah, face, yeah, yeah. They can FaceTime. They little freak. Yes. But, um, yes. But no, man, I, you know, if, it's wild because the year's flying by. You know, we talked a couple times ago um, about, you know, what we're working on. Not really going too deep into it, but mm-hmm. 
you know, we're always conscious of, of what's happening around us, and we're always thankful for the blessings we do have. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I always tell you, man, this is like one step at a time. Sometimes, you know, patiently impatient is the phrase I tend to use. Yeah. Um, but, man, I'm looking forward to everything that's coming along. But, you know, listen, man, first of all, just so y'all know, the sweatshirt's dripping me right now. It's Drip. It's, it's dripping me. Drip. I've been, Drip. T- I've been telling this cat. Drip. I've been telling this cat, man. <laughs> about two years like hey man <laughs> you've done a hell of a job in branding yourself but not really your name yeah bro gab's always like Nigga, you, so my name is john okay and it's a strong name it's biblical say word but it ain't really moving no garments say okay? word say I word mean, i know him i know brother love put sean john on there that's great yeah but yeah. warrior ain't no other warrior in the, in the country man or the, or the world and boswell i agree come on man that i sounds agree like- elevated shit right there so we're excited about the brand taking on on, on new heights yeah which yeah. is really for me man if anything comes out of this year it's seeing the brand ascend and your name really be synonymous with the kind of quality right. that you've always done i think that's dope too right so i'm right, just honored right. to wear it all the right. way i did I'll tell you as soon as the shoot's over like, let me get that back though <laughs> so hold on wait 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 so hold on speaking of diddy my brother's in the cream his vibe is very you're very on Diddy right now. Very much hey, take man, that, take I that. I say it every week. Take appreciate that, take you, that. Appreciate you, brother love. <laughs> every time, man. We in the, we in the Revolt Studios feeling real, real cool. Absolutely. Insouciant. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Bro, man, your word selection is incredible. So mm-hmm. there's something I want to ask you about. Yes, sir. There is a documentary called um, about Bernie Madoff, Wolf of Wall Street. I saw that, man. I saw a couple on him, but yeah, I saw that joint. It's cool. That mm-hmm. documentary was absolutely incredible. Riveting. Incredible. That dude was something else, wasn't he? Hey, man, but the thing is, the the fact that he was allowed to mature Come on. in his foolishness, Come he on. almost ran the fit. And, you know, the, Which is crazy. What blew my mind was really smart cats willingly giving up their bread. Bro, willingly. And he was showing no return. He he spun that Ponzi scheme for a few decades. I'm like, how, no one was ever really seeing their bread back. They're like, Bernie's got us. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Bernie's got us. I'm yeah. like. Shit, let, let somebody slide me a rack. They, they life saving. They're gonna be checking up every day. Like I need to see that though. I need to. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up on you. But hold on one second. Yeah. Because there's always deeper meaning. Clearly. So there was something after the whole after everything hit the fan, mm-hmm. right? There was so many people who were upset. Yeah. So many people. They had something called the net equity formula. Oh yeah. Net winners. Net losers. Sure. So if my great grandfather put down fifteen hundred and he got his fifteen hundred out mm-hmm. and actually ended up getting fifteen million, yeah. the way this thing worked is that the family will be responsible for the fifteen million oh, yeah. less the fifteen hundred. I saw that. That was incredible. Yeah. Now, this is why that's important. Mm-hmm. I always talk to you about reparations, brother. <laughs> It, it, should, I always, bro, it should be a daily topic. Bro, I right. always talk to you about reparations. Right. And, the, and the way they got the money back here yeah. is exactly how they should get the money back for us. Yeah, you ain't lying. I'm talking about Bowley. I'm talking about I'm talking about Bruce's Beach. And you know, you know the family that owned Bruce's Beach? want to sell it. They sold it. Come on. They sold it. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this is a dirty little secret about us culturally. We always talk about gentrification. Gentrification yes. is like, you know what? Yes. Shame on us. Because oftentimes these are homes that we have that our elders leave us and we want to take the money and run. And we, yeah. Where are you going to? Uh, Corona? 
<laughs> Riverside? I mean, I ain't mad. Where are you going? God bless the Inland Empire. Of course. But let, if, let's if, Riverside, too. If you got a crib off Angeles Vista, don't shake, homie. Don't shake. Don't shake. If you're in West Adams, Jefferson Park, you got a cool historic spot. Where are you going, <sighs> man? You want to take this spread and go to Antelope Valley? Good luck. Good luck, bro. Have fun out there. I'm telling you, we do it all the time. So, you got Bruce's Beach in Manhattan Beach. You finally... After decades, you finally get it back. And 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 things is, I don't know all the I don't know all the terms of the deal. I want I want you to earmark your brilliance for one second. Yeah. But if you sell for twenty two, you're not getting twenty two. No, no. But the thing is, you fought so well. One, it should have never been taken away in the first place. <laughs> but that, but 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 to click back to the Bernie Madoff and the net winner and net losers. Yeah. When you talk about, well, you know what? I wasn't there. That was my great grandfather. That's cool. Because cool. I'm about to tax your ass. Still got to go in again. Because you be, because you are reaping the benefits of it. That's right. Speaking of Bruce's Beach, because of what your grandfather did, mm-hmm. you own a house right here. So yeah, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that. And I'm, I'm gonna need that. If yeah. you're gonna sell, at least hold out for a little bit more bread. They sold quick. It's like soon they had the ribbon cutting ceremony. Got the beach back. Week later, sold. Sold. I'm like, damn. Yeah. You sold the masters after one album. Like you guys can't even hold it out a little. You long. couldn't hold, bro. Did you not? <sighs> Gonna got that lack. Come on, man. All right. So I want to talk to you about something that my father would share with me. Mm-hmm. He would always say to me, he said, War Air, I want you to understand that who you see maintaining your city yeah. is who actually runs your city. How about that? And I'd be like, wow, what does that mean? He said, I want you to drive by a construction site mm. in your neighborhood, and I want you to tell me who's out there working. Mm. How many of you are out there working. Oh, my God. Well said. Our Latin brothers and sisters, hard. they yeah. out there working. Going hard the now, that being said, mm-hmm. if I'm a GC and I'm giving opportunity to a lot of African-Americans, you're showing up high, you're showing up with excuses, you got to go. You're showing up late. You got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. But what I fail to understand is how we cannot really just, with things in our neighborhood, yeah. we can't seem to get it together. Yeah, that's what's and 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 as a grown man, my father would always say because because like you know he and my mother had a very tumultuous relationship, and yeah. I would always ask him why are you doing this, why are you doing that. He was all he would always say, "Son, I want you to get some life experience, mm. get wow. some life experience, and then come back and talk to me." Right? Because pretty much what he was saying was, "Boy, you ever heard the term wet behind the ears?" I damn near invented it. Sure, Bro, <laughs> he I mean, he he would he would never say that to me. He would yeah. just kind of just look at me like. <laughs> Yeah, you don't even know yet. You have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Go get some experience and then come back to me. Yeah. But I'll never forget him saying that to me. Like, look at who's maintaining your city. Because yeah. that that that's who's running your city. That's who's running your town. That's interesting. I never thought of it like that, but it's yeah. so true. If you look around, and, you know, we talk about inflation, the economy not being where it's supposed to be, but you, every block is some construction. It's stuff getting built left and right in the Southlands. Right. So something. there's some money here somewhere. Absolutely. Sure. And to your point, we don't see enough cats looking like us on these construction sites, building these buildings. They're not the nah. foreman. They're definitely not the architects. Nah. So, you know, Mm-mm. it's wild, man. And we, it's, it's a, so with the uh, the popularity that the podcast has been reveling in quite lately, <laughs> that's right. we've added a couple of new things. Okay. A couple of new things for you all. Mm-hmm. Little known fact segment. Little known fact. We've done that before. Yeah. A little known fact that you'd like to share, because I have one I want to share. Well, you, you get it started this time. So, 
There is a drugstore in Brentwood called Long's Drugs. Ooh. Okay. Long's. I remember Long's. I remember Long's. Long's is still there. It's still around. That's right. So my, my, my stepbrother used to work at Long's as a manager. Yeah. And when I was young, yeah. he was like, bro, you need a job. Come over here and work with us. Okay. Oh, you're going to love this story. I guarantee it. Right. So I get a job at Long's. Mm-hmm. Right next to Long's is a little shopping center. And people who live in Brentwood, they yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. San Vicente. Yeah, it's it's a place called Falconhead. They used to, it, it was there before. It's not there anymore. It's okay. Falconhead. It was a like uh, a tutoring center. It was a Bank of America, a uh, soup plantation, and a Jamba Juice. I remember that soup plantation. I go there with my mom. All right, that's right. So in Brentwood, one day I see Orenthal James Simpson. The juice. The juice. Mm-hmm. And you know who he's talking to? Who's that? One Ronald Goldman. Wow. Talking to him. Wow. Naturally, I see OJ. I'm like, wow, that's OJ. Wow. And he's having a conversation. It's not heated, Mm -hmm. but it's like matter of fact. Yeah. And all I heard was, I just need you to stop driving the car. Wow. That's all I heard. (laughs) How about that? All I heard. Yeah, man. And that was about it. Yeah. And then we all know because of what happened, what happened. Yeah. But what was interesting to me, I like I I, I recall the conversation and I and, and I recall OJ's mannerisms and I also recall Ron's mannerisms. Mm. And Ron's mannerisms weren't one of like what you're take what you're saying to me, I'm gonna take I'm I'm gonna take heat and I'm gonna stop doing it. Yeah, it no, was kind of just like No trepidation, like I'm cool. Like, like I might I might roll it today. It was crazy because what ended up happening was just like Wow. So, so, but what you're telling me is that wasn't their first encounter. Probably not. Yeah. But I mean, it was just interesting. Like when you don't have all the pieces of a puzzle and mm-hmm. you just see one piece of it and then something happens, it's like, wow. Now I went to CSUN during this time. Right. And Ron's sister, the one who's crying. Yeah. Naturally. Cause the brother was taken. Sure. She went to CSUN. Wow. Kim Goldman. That's and right. she would be like, you know, walking around the campus and like, it, it was a lot of, racial tension during that time not that there's not a lot now but like yeah. you know like we're a couple of years removed from Rodney King like 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 all of that yeah so it it was just interesting as a little well-known fact that like I saw that interaction between the two of them and had no idea what it was but actually after what happened I was like oh my god well you know I knew when it went down and I'm gonna tell you something I knew immediately I was like oh he did that yeah I, wow you know when you grow wow. up in a certain kind of neighborhood you you see certain kind of cats that commit certain kind of crimes. Yeah, the the the, the look is universal. Wow, the, the look of guilt is universal. Wow, yeah, you can, you yeah. know, we can go deep in the weeds about the OJ trial. And if you watch the documentary Made in America, still the best documentary I've ever seen in my damn life. Yeah, it's a great documentary, great Thanks TV show too. That um, that, oh yeah, with the man Cuba played him and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Netflix, great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that was a really polarizing time. It's your point. I mean, there's still racial tension in the country. Mm-hmm. But in the city of L.A., from about 91, from Natasha Harlan's getting killed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which led to the, you know, yeah. directly the Korean stuff getting burnt down yeah. and the riots. Yeah. 91 to about 96, post-OJ verdict, the city was really, really in a different, difficult place. Yeah. And I remember being feeling that yeah. energy um, out there. And the truth is, you know, the more I think about O.J., the more kind of disgusted I am with the outcome. Because in we didn't black folks didn't benefit from that verdict. 
<laughs> you remember how black people was like cheering? Like it was like we had been emancipated. But you know what though? There was a reason why we were cheering. And if you looked at that 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 documentary, Listen, it, it it framed it perfectly. It was beautifully framed. I understood the yeah. the elation. I know white folks weren't happy about it. Yeah. But it was just a one it was one victory out of many losses, right? Yeah. Even though it came in a really gruesome way. Um but if I look at it, you know, some twenty eight years later, we didn't benefit. Um the judicial system still is up against us. Correct. Police brutality hasn't really slowed down one bit. Hasn't subsided at all. Um, Correct. Financially, we're probably in the worst place we were in 95. Mm. So when I look at the OJ verdict, it was a victory for for him, a rich guy named OJ Simpson, and, and I was troubled by it. For him. Yeah. For him. So that was my little yeah. known fact. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? I always have little known facts. Please share. Um, you know it's wild, and it's not really a great story, but, you know, a lot of folks don't know. I spent my first almost five years on Earth in London. Yep. Wow. Yep, yep. I was born. Were you a military brat? I was. My dad was in the Air Force. Wow. So shortly after I was born, we moved to a town called Oxfordshire, which is outside of London, and we spent almost five years there. Wow. I had a nanny, Mrs. Dance was her name. You don't have no accent either. I had one when I came to the States. You did, eh? It was pretty strong. <laughs> you had an accent, eh? I did, brother, for sure. The brother had an accent. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got my ass kicked for it, too. <laughs> Trust and belief. Got a little ass whooping, too. Trust and belief. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but So when we moved to the States in like 76, whatever year it was, yeah. you know, we struggled for a while. You know, I give wow. my mom a lot of credit because, you know, my, my parents, my mom basically did a Tina Turner I mean, my dad wasn't putting hands on her, but she was like, I got to get out of here. She, but, but she wasn't running across the street. She ran across the country. With, like, no shoes on? She, she came. She, she, like, packed up my sister and I. With, like, wow. She had, like, a rack. And she came to L.A. because wow. my Jean was here and my Uncle Mike were here. She's like, wow. I'm just going to California because that's where my yeah. sister and brother are. Wow. Set up shop. We bounced around. in the whip for a minute. We were struggling until we finally got an apartment in Inglewood. Yeah. But I always tell people my life was like the Fresh Prince in reverse. Wow. Okay. Like it started wow. it started cool and it got real tight, right? Yeah. And then we moved to Sixty Hood. Everybody knows my story. I grew up off six I have in sixty. Yes. Um but you know, it's interesting when I get into the States, having that accent, being a little black kid with a little soft afro, going to school on Crenshaw and sixty Saint John's Evangelist. Yeah. And them kids like really putting the hurting on me for a while. Because you had the accent and you yeah. were perceived as different? I was perceived as different. Wow. You know, when it's, it was a really unique time. You know, it wasn't cool back then. Like, you have a little British kid now, like, oh, this kid's so cute. Back then, it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool to be different, to have that accent. Wow. And to be going through that, that struggle storm, like, our paper was real low. Yeah. So I give mom her credit for holding it down, but that was a really challenging time. And ended up purchasing a home. Right there for, like, 60 grand. Now, how cold is that? How about that? Yeah. For like sixty grand on hood, and still has that house to pay for now. Amen. But um, but you know the moral of the story is you like you never really know. You know what I mean? Wow. But I, I sit back now and think about those times and how challenging it was to have that accent, to have that energy, to come to the city. And L.A. Then let me tell you something. It's tame in comparison to what it was when we grew up. L.A. is a different kind of city. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more. Even the gangbangers don't go as hard as they used to go. Mm-hmm. And I don't really. And they go hard now, though. They were going. They were professional gangbangers. Yeah, something called a drive-by. Cats were banging on breakfast. They were waking up banging. Yeah. They walk out the hood banged out. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I always tell yeah. you about my man. Wow. Uh, yeah. Rod, P.D. Wack. Rodney Glaze. Rodney, I think he might be back in jail now. He used to terrorize me 
And his wow. daughter, his daughter to be in my buyer millennium, Nita Glaze. Shout out to Nita Glaze. But that one cat, I used to see him all the time. Like, damn, there's PD Wack. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. He, and he used to just sweat me consistently. Absolutely. Let me get that watch. Yep. Let me get that bike. And it got to the point I said, man, my mom, we're not moving. Right. We're not moving. Hey, man, bro. I said, we can't go anywhere. I only been there for a couple years. And I need, bro, I need, I need peace in my neighborhood, bro. He was like, you got heart. You got heart. But let me get that $5, bro. You'll see. Run that fin, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you start to realize, and you start to, <laughs> you just kind of adapt to the hood, man. You know? Oh, my God. But uh, no tourists, for sure. <clears throat> Indeed. All right. So the second segment is groups and jams to remember. Oh, man. Bruh. Wow. Take your business further with the American Express Business Gold Card. Now smarter and more flexible. It's packed with enhanced benefits that are built for your business. All with the powerful backing of Amex. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Yeah. So, so, so I went first with the Orenthal James Simpson yeah. situation. Yeah. Jams to remember. Give me a couple. I'm going to split your wig right now because for me, you know, musically, I'm a little different. Okay. So, bro, you, you you just told me this story about you being from London. That's right. So I always have that little new wave ish kind of vibe in my soul. Although I love my R and B, I love I love my hip hop, I love my jazz. Absolutely. But you know, I'm gonna talk about the Smiths. The Smith. The Smiths. The Smiths. Give it to me. If you don't know about Morrissey, the lead singer of the Smiths. Wow. Go down and check them cats out in the '80s. They were dope. Yes, they were. Um. When yeah. I got my whip in my truck, the first song I played was a song called How Soon Is Now. Mm, it's a classic jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time I hear it now, it's the first song I played in the car. But the Smiths took me on like a little musical journey that was really, really fly. Mm-hmm. The sound, the lyrics, um, just the, the energy behind that group was something special, man. Yeah. So a lot of albums, but the Smiths are a group I always really felt. Um, that's one. <laughs> Wow, man. On the R&B side, mm-hmm. like, this could be a genre thing quietly. Yeah. This could be a genre the thing. The thing is, though, there is no wrong answer. There's no There's wrong, no wrong this, answer. This is your, like, this well, is you. On the R&B slash electronica slash bro, I don't even know how to really classify incognito. Remember incognito? This is why I won't throw my CDs away, Right. <laughs> Because you can't find all of the incognito CDs that I have. Man. They were. Still a friend of mine. Bro. Uh. Those cats. And I got to get more. My sister, her props. Morgan. Because she hit me to those guys. Incognito was a cold group. Yeah, they were. They were so cold. They were from London, weren't they? I believe so. I, yeah. I, I feel like they probably were. It was a lot. It's of, like loose ends. Or like soul to soul. Or like soul to soul. Bro, it was so many like great groups from the UK. Had that UK soul. And that's another thing. I'm telling you, man, there's a lot of cats over there that look like us but come with such great sound. But, yeah, Incognito yeah. loves them to death. What about you? Ask you a question. Because mm-hmm. my wife is an avid lover of music. Sure. My assistant, Jasmine, mm-hmm. an avid lover of music. Yeah. When they play me jam sometimes, I'll be like, I'll just give them a the look. And she'll be like, yeah, they're from the U.K. Hmm. Or I'll look over and she'll be like, no, they're white. Hmm. And what's interesting to me in reference to music is that you have people 
across the pond who are really fine tuning. Adele is an example. Of course. Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Another say. example. Yeah. But what they mean to the U.S., how come Jasmine Sullivan doesn't mean that to the U.K.? Yeah, that's a, a great question. That's one. The second thing is the content of what we talk about. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, music is like is 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 a spectrum, right? Yeah. So, like that, like there's sometimes where you want to like you know where where, where you may want to listen to something that if your kids were in the car, you 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 you're not listening to, right? But I just feel like it's a steady stream of that on the American side. Yeah. There's no like real delicate. They're like no Patrice Russian and Roberta Flack and no. shit, even Whitney Houston. It's just like every, it's, it's just all like, this is what I'm doing. I'm, and, and keep in mind, bro, like I am not saying this to like tear our artists down. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering why is it that like I can see that people in another land are taking your music yeah. and really doing an, an incredible job with it while, you know, we getting tatted and that's the history of music though. You know, there's also, there's always that that's been happening since Elvis and way before then, you know what I'm saying? Cobra appropriation. But you know, I remember tank says something. I like tank tank is, is, a, is a great. I artist. know exactly what you're about to say. Like Reference to Samson. Yeah. Like oh. they don't, they don't really want to play music about black love on the radio. They don't want to encourage that. Mm. They don't want to do that. They don't want to play that. You know what I'm saying? Stay with me stuff. That That's too much for us to hear. Imagine driving around. We grew up playing like Anita Baker and Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like beautiful. Freddie Jackson. Beautiful. Soul to soul. Yeah. So we kind of can tap into identify what love was, even though we might not have really at, at that young age maybe took advantage of it, but we understood. Right. We at least had an idea right. what love was. And even the films that were on the shows kind of really highlighted what black love seems to be or should be anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, my son, well, Henny's listening to, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. there's nothing romantic about what's going on right now. Yeah. You know, and there, but there are artists that are out there that give you that. There like are the some. Jasmine Sullivan. There are but some. But they don't really get that airtime. They don't get, so. Unless they do a remix with Little Whoever. <laughs> little Whoever. <laughs> Fill in the blank, Little. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to the Littles. <laughs> That's a lot of them. But you, know, but you know what, though? Um, there are artists like Duckworth. They're artists mm. like, um, what's the brother? I wish I knew. I, I forget what his mm. name is, but he 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 performed on the Grammys. Okay, like they're all the and and you got Sid from the internet. Oh yeah, Sid and Kier. I mean like yeah, so the brother who I was just singing, he's part of the internet too. Oh, you talking about um Steve Lacey? Steve Lacey. So oh, yeah. so there are artists out there who are giving us that. Sure, but they don't get the platform like Sam Smith gets, and I'm mm. like, bro, Sam. He's a talented dude, but he's singing R and B, bro. Have you ever witnessed? Come on. If you're ever looking at a movie, mm-hmm. and you have somebody who's Anglo, yeah. and they do something that's specifically yeah. characterized with black culture, yeah, the black people in the room are like, yeah, yeah. It's like no, yeah. It's like I feel sometimes we are a victim of our own brilliance. Sure. Because it's like, see, Lacey's incredible. Yeah, he's he's dope. Lacey should be, bro. Out of here, and I and I'm sure he will be, but like, he's not getting that same love. No, you know the truth is, I mean, historically, you know, white artists who sing, and I think Adele has a incredible voice, Inc- bro. Right, fantastic talent, but incredible. You, but you could go to any Baptist church on a Sunday and find somebody sing like Adele. Speak that truth. Okay, real talk. Just some woman in the choir has got an Adele vo- voice. Some sister, um, yeah. 
So that means she don't deserve her, her flowers, and, and she's dope. And, you know, Rich Paul, my guy. God bless yeah. you, brother. Yeah, you she's incredible. Great incredible, couple. incredible. But, like, it, it would just be dope for, you know, Jasmine Sullivan to, j- j- I mean, just using her as an example. Those artists, for sure. All right, so um, in, in, in reference to jams, because we got to run through this because we're almost done. Yeah. There is uh, a group. Um, well, let me give you a little backstory. Um, like you, mm-hmm. initially when I came into this, in, in, into the world, mm-hmm. we were very middle class. Sure, pops was hustling. Yeah, the hustle dried up. Yeah, went from a house to an apartment. Yeah, happens. Six twenty North Oakland in Pasadena mm-hmm. was where we were. Okay, and r- around the corner from there was. Um, Villa Park, mm-hmm. and there was a couple of Latin sets. Um, there was a couple of red sets. So to not be in that situation, my mom encouraged us to really, you know, hang with our friends right. in other places just to get an expanded view. Right. So I ended up hanging out with this with this guy named uh, Elliot Perez, okay. uh, Michael Gonzalez. We all skate. We yeah. all skated. Skaters. Right. And I remember they used to bump The Cure. Oh, man. I remember they used to bump Spandu Ballet. Oh, yeah. Spandu Ballet, sure. I mean, like, in, I mean, like in, in, in a litany of other groups. This yeah. was like when Hammer was popping. Yeah, like 90, 91. Yeah, like De La Soul, yeah. 88. Sure. So I remember those groups mm-hmm. and, you know, going to see the, uh, the, uh, the U2 movie. Of, of of the live, uh, they, they did a live performance and it, they cut it into a movie. Yeah. I remember going to see that. Octoon Baby or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, like, I remember those. I love you too. Yeah, those lyrics. But on the black side, there's a brother who really like, I feel like he's lost in the annals of um, of, of, of rap history. His name is uh, Tash. Mm, I'm he's Tash. part of Alcoholic. Sure. A lot of people don't really give him his respect. Yeah, Tash was cool. And this is why I say like, he was somebody to remember because there was a time when like lyricism was like everything. And Tash was one of the very few West coast artists who really sat at that table with like Nas and all of those guys. Yeah. yeah, He had bars. And he was on De La Soul's artificial intelligence. Like Mm -hmm. that brother was incredible, bro. Yeah. And then you touched on it early, uh, earlier. There was a woman that I met named Laila Ferguson. Okay. And Laila lived in, in Los Angeles, but she went to Berkeley. Okay. And um, I went up to visit her once, and I went up there, and it was the Festival by the Lake. Okay. People from the Bay know what I'm talking about. Right. But I remember hearing about Richie Rich. Of course, we knew about Too Short. Of course. But I ended up hearing about this group called RBL Posse. Oh, RBL Posse. (laughs) And they had an album called A Lesson to Be Learned. Yeah. Yeah, RBL Posse was cool. Mm, incredible bro incredible yeah bro incredible yeah so on the r&b side alexander o'neill wow okay now so 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 i'm gonna tell you so there's a a a sunday love Mm -hmm. is that the name of the song monday uh, tuesday wednesday saturday saturday love with a sherelle with sherelle yeah the whole song is a jam it is but the specific part that's really the jam is after they give the roll call of the days. Oh, yeah. Never that's on right. Sunday. Monday's too soon. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday just won't do. Thursday and Friday. We can begin, but our Saturday love will never end. Yeah. But this is the cold part mm-hmm. when he says, yes, sugar. That's the part. <laughs> that was great. But I, like, bro, you talk about doing some of your best dance steps. Oh, my God. 
Ain't nothing like dancing to that kind of music, bro. With a cool one. Man, we. I I'm just saying, bro. Yeah, those were the those were amazing times. Music, every genre was dope growing up, and I'd argue every era says they had the best genre of music. I just feel like ours came together. You know, every everything was at its pinnacle. Yeah, you know, rock, rap, R and B. Yeah, all of it. Jazz, like everything was really, really you know, new, strong. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, you remember the group Slave? Of course. Yeah. Watching you. Oh my god, love that song. Again. Mm-hmm. I listen to ad libs and instrumentation, yeah. but the the it was called watching you, yeah. and it was such like I I have this thing where I call songs that really hit. Yeah. I call them the jam, the jam, yeah, it's, it's the jam, right? Jam. All right, yeah. so so the jam was popping so much for him, the lead singer in the group. Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm gonna do a little dance for you." It was it was jamming that much yeah. for him. That's right. That he did a dance on his own jam. Hey, listen, man. Do you understand how cold that is? Cash was in the studio feeling a different <laughs> kind of vibration, man. It's a different kind of vibration back then. Cash was really, instrumentation was great. Everybody, the bands were in, everybody's playing. Cash Everyone. Cash was in there sweating. Yes. Going hard. With them sweat. curls. Come on, man. Whatever, to, just to really, come on, man. Yeah. Wow. All right. Wow. So, that being said, yeah. a message you would give to an entrepreneur. Before our closing remarks. You know what? Um, stay diligent. Uh, yeah. Stay diligent. It could, You know, it's, it's easy to get discouraged if things aren't really going according to plan. You know, be patient. Yeah. Be patient. And um, as Nip would say, you know, you know, all money in. You got to take your money. Yeah. You start to come across some bread. Put it back into the fold and, and, build, and build a long-term plan. Unfortunately, you know, he wasn't able to stay here long enough to really see yeah, all, the, all the rewards yeah. of his greatness. But absolutely. But his plan was really, really dope. And it's yeah. just and I'd argue that that's what it is. You know, it is a it is a marathon. And it, it it's like take your time, put your money in. Yeah. Build a good team of cats around you that you can trust that are going to work as hard as you're going to work. And success is imminent. But, you know, wow, just just be encouraged because it's, it's so easy to not be, especially when the devices are showing other people bubble up. You're like, damn, what's up with me? Right. Just know, you know, God's got a plan for you too. It just might take a little longer. You know what's interesting? It, well, well, that that was a message to an entrepreneur and closing remarks. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I always think about uh, there's a guy named Gary V. Sure. And this is my closing remark as well. Yeah. So Gary V says a lot of stuff about a lot of different things, mm-hmm. but he says, you know, I meet with you know these rapper, these actors, these athletes that say, you know, I didn't hit. And like my life is over, and they're like 25 yeah. to like 35. Yeah. He said, bro, like you're. Your, your life is literally just beginning. Just starting. And you know what I think about a lot of times is Morgan Freeman. Yeah. We talked about him before. Yeah. Because Morgan Freeman, he didn't become a gigantic star till, till he was in his late 40s, early 50s. 50s. Sure. But sure he had is. been acting forever. Yeah, theater, electric company, all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm thinking about, like, you know, a message to an entrepreneur is just like, Things don't happen in your time. Mm-hmm. They happen when they're supposed to happen. Yeah. But you also got to remain diligent, too. It's kind of like if you just keep on knocking long enough, yeah. somebody's going to get up and be like, damn, like what? <laughs> They're going to open yeah. it. Like, like, like right. it's, it's going to be your turn. But the thing is, the journey. Mm-hmm. When you're on the journey, you should pick up things. So then when you hear that, because it, it the, the door never just opens out right. Because if you're knocking at the door, naturally, you're trying to open the door. Right. So the door is locked. 
So once you hear somebody unlocking, that's your turn to summon all the years of influence, all the years of things that you've gone through. So when that door opens, you ready. Deliver. You ready to go. Come with the delivery. That's right. That will be my message to an entrepreneur, to just stay in the game. I dig that. Stay in the game. Square biz. Yeah. That being said, this is another episode Mm -hmm. of The Measurables, powered by Revolt. You already know who is shot by, bro. <laughs> Cali shot, it's, it's, it's shot by Cali Vision. Mm-hmm. Yo, check this out. Instagram. If you're looking at this, yeah. please give my brother that check. Verify my guy. Hey, man, that brother be in the DMs like, yo, what's up? Verify my guy. Get this brother verified. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Some, it's, some, it's some questionable verifications out there. Give my guy Cali Super check. questionable. Questionable. Cass Super questionable. Cass ain't making no impact getting the blue check. Give my guy his check. My brother's out here not only shooting this, but editing this. Mm-hmm. Get that brother that check. It's Chubby Checker. Instagram, give that brother that check. He going to get it. Indeed. 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 Thank you all very much. We will see you next time. Den of Thinking Men and the Measurables. Yes, Lord. Peace. I love. This episode of The Measurables is brought to you by our sponsor, General Motors. Learn more about their continued efforts to fund the future and inspire innovation at gm.com. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.